Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Girl, Julie. Hey, what is up? It's been a while. I am so sorry. We had... Um, I'm sorry. I, we're both sorry. We. This is Hey, Julie, a podcast nominally about Big Brother, but that's about Bachelor for the next two weeks or so. Yep. Um, I'm Brett. This is Danielle, my partner Hi. Uh, in crime. <laughs> and... Uh, we just couldn't get the schedules to work out the last couple weeks. I really apologize. I was in Vegas trying to trying to uh, hang out with Liz the doula. Mm-hmm. Lord knows where you've been. Um, oh God, I have been out and about. <laughs> it has been tough. I will admit to you and our listeners right now that the past two times I've watched The Bachelor. I went out on a Monday night and came home and watched the recording a little later on Monday nights, which is very not me. So, just well, so you guys know. When do you normally watch it? I mean, I normally watch it on Monday nights, but usually I'm, like, watching it live. with oh. our, But, like, in a very controlled environment. Whereas this, I've, like, stu- these past weeks, I've, like, stumbled home. Yeah. And like watch it on a delay. So, you know, sometimes I'm fast forwarding commercials year into the actual episode, and I'm like, I don't need to see this part. Keep fast forwarding because no, I'm that's the only fast forwarding is the only way to watch it. I mean, in <laughs> yeah. one, one of these episodes, we're going to try and cover the last two episodes, though I think we'll mainly focus on the family episode. One of these episodes, yeah. like they go on a date, and oh, great, there's another fucking concert, there's another pop up concert. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to fast forward through this. I have no idea who this musician is or this band. They're just going to dance in some elevated platform. So the rest of the people in the GA area have to kind of look at them. I'm Mm -hmm. done with, you know, next season of The Bachelorette. (coughs) If Rachel goes to one concert, I don't even know. No more concerts. But she'll probably go to good music concerts. I agree. I say Ixnay on the concerts. They're all lame always. But if you have to have them, maybe she'll go to someone fun instead of the usual, like, cowboys singing. No, it's always some aspiring art. I mean, I don't know. Everything's a big corporation right now. ABC is owned by Disney. I'm sure Disney... owns some sort of label, some sort of uh, record label, and they have a uh, a roster of kind of of semi known acts that they want to get yep. pushed onto a higher level. And that's who I'm he is. That's we're gonna fly him down to Bimini, which is not even a place. <laughs> I never heard of Bimini before. Uh, no one heard. Bimini and all other ways. But, um, uh, can you say that one more time? I'm surprised that we haven't been treated to a live Maybe. musical rendition of Beauty and the Beast, like a Beauty and the Beast song. Yeah. Josh, fly Josh Gad in mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, have him sing some stuff, have him do some Olaf, just get Josh Gad. He'll do it. He'll do anything for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Not that he needs it with that frozen money in the bank, but not and, to mention the wedding ringer money, oh, <laughs> which yeah. I did see in theaters <laughs> and enjoyed very much. I was a Josh Gad defender, um, see, having seen the original Broadway production of Book of Mormon. But same, same. But you know, he just he's hasn't been making great man. decisions. As 
has, as is the rest of the cast of The Bachelor, not making right. great decisions. Not one bit. So, just briefly on episode eight of the season, um, they go on a one-on-one date with Vanessa where they go fucking snorkeling in an abandoned shipwreck? <laughs> yeah. No? No. No? Why does he always take her on these? I feel like she's always going to get sick after these these dates that he takes her on. I would I could never be a bachelor uh, or a contestant on the Bachelorette because there's too many boats. Yeah, there speaking too, of yeah, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. There's a lot to talk about. Bill Paxton. I mean, envelope. A gate. great actor. Yeah. Oh my god. Just. Just wanted to throw that out there before we get too much into The Bachelor. What's your Very favorite big. Bill Paxton role? True Lies. True Lies. Do you He's know what the I love? best. I mean, I loved Twister growing up. Twister was one of my faves. <laughs> um, Weird Science. Yeah. I actually He was really, always just a delight. I really enjoyed him. One of his last roles, Edge of Tomorrow, parentheses, Live, Die, Repeat. Parentheses. I Edge of love Tomorrow. that movie, and yeah, he's great. In he's it. excellent it in it. Like, yay! Something funny is gonna happen. <sighs> he's great. He's a great man. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to the back bachelor. to the bachelor. <laughs> All right. So he, Vanessa is on the state. They're in an abandoned fucking shipwreck, at which mm-hmm. no, there's ghosts down there at least. And yeah. Vanessa at one point's like, I love you. And Nick's like, nah, which was uh, weird. And then um, he goes on a one-on-one date with Danielle, who I think is going to win the season at this point. I think she, but uh, I guess she was a little too boring. She was too boring. They had nothing to talk about. Like, And it was just so forced. Like, And she's the type of girl who... No offense to her. Maybe she isn't like this. Maybe this is the way the show made it seem. Well, she probably tries to adapt her personality to whatever guy she's with. Yeah. But he wasn't giving her anything to adapt to because, as we've discussed, he's been so boring. So she really had nothing to work with. And so she's just a nice, quiet, sweet girl who wants love. And that's not enough for Nick. I don't know how dates are supposed to go, but... You're not just supposed to be are, – are you supposed to just be, like, constantly recapping and pre-capping things you're about to do or have done? Like, all right, they have the part where they go, you know, playing basketball with native children or they go swimming right. in an abandoned, you know, shipwreck. And then we cut to, like, an hour or two later and they're sitting down for dinner. Okay. We could – they're probably sitting there for two hours talking about whatever, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And – but the 45 seconds we see is them sitting down, him holding up a glass of white wine and being like, all right, so today we went on a shipwreck and I really loved it and I uh, really had a great time and I'm yeah. really hoping to spend a lot more time with you and um, cheers They to have that. to keep saying it because they, if they have a commercial break, they want anyone who just tuned in, like me, who's tipsy, to be like, oh, okay, they went to a shipwreck. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> they have to keep make sure everyone knows we know it's just they have that act break so they have to remind everyone this is what the plot of this is yes um so at the dinner with danielle he just murks her straight up pop pop (laughs) yeah 
I was shocked. <laughs> that was the surprise death of the season. That was like, no. I mean, I'm not a Game of Thrones person, but that was yeah. a that was a red wedding if I've ever seen one. She had to go. That was not shocking to me whatsoever. They had zero. If we know one thing about Nick is he needs some sexual chemistry and they had none. So, yeah. of course, he was like, let's trim the fat. This girl's boring. Fantasy sweet. She's just going to want to talk. She's out. Or she's, or she's a freak. She's the biggest freak of them all. <laughs> she's so quiet. I wish. But we really didn't see any possibility for that. So I think that was a good pick. Good for her. Good for him. All right. And then to end. Oh, and then um, we have the moment that was teased the first episode. Corinne tries to get some. And (laughs) we get the quote that I agree with. This is probably how one should make love. But from behind the door, never jiggle, lightly massage. (laughs) <laughs> I I totally forgot about that. <laughs> okay. I'm very happy you're bringing it back up. Yeah, but then they didn't. But then they didn't have sex. No, Nick was just like, this is probably a horrible idea for obvious reasons. Um, so but did also, he just get a hand job? <laughs> I guess so. But also, like, sex is never a bad idea. No, I mean, well, nah, I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you're <laughs> but, like, sometimes you're like, yeah, I regret it, but still, like, whatever. It's, you know, whatever. I mean, you could get pregnant. Oh, then yes, it was a bad yes. Idea. Then in in those cases, yes, you're right. I did not. Think about that. <laughs> then you could get pregnant from being on The Bachelor. Oh, I mean, I like only have sex. To baby. Get, I only have sex to get pregnant. Yeah, I'm, but that is a bad idea. So. Um, so, so, <laughs> but, but so she's rebuffed and I mean, this is the first time Corinne's gotten a little bit of rejection on this show. Yeah. Uh, to- well, not the first time. I mean, this happens a few times. This happened a few times before where like she was trying to be really forward and he was like, listen, there's like 15 other women here and a bunch of cameras. Can we not? Mm-hmm. And she, yeah spins off the handle oh my god i have no self-confidence right now i've yeah everything's terrible so whatever i mean who cares about corinne's feelings we have there's other stuff to talk about who cares too much two hours is not enough on a monday night to devote to corinne's feelings as well so after that we we've already lost two people on this episode or yeah because we right yeah um, yeah, we had someone before Danielle L. Yeah, someone before Danielle L went home. I don't even remember who. It doesn't matter. Clearly, they were not important. Oh, Christina. Wait, when did no, Christina no, Chris, go? No, we're coming up to we're coming up to the end of Christina. Oh, okay. Where and it's obvious because this is the last person who didn't have um, a who wasn't introduced. in the first episode with like a hey I'm Christina this is what my life is like as a Russian as a Russian mail order bride (laughs) that was racist and nationalist I'm sorry Christina's very sweet I love Christina I wish her the best I know she really she came in she appeared all sort of fell in love with her and then she very promptly got the boot immediately after (laughs) yeah so she so he doesn't want to do a rose ceremony where he knows he's just going to get rid of her. And right. 
I agree with Which that. Nice. We're too far. We're too far into the show to everyone has like a lot of feelings at this point and to like go through the charade of of like the roast but this is a television show and this is going to be a theme yeah. later in this episode of hey julie this is a television show mm-hmm. we got to spin that big wheel you know this is price is right yeah. we're not going to not spin the wheel we're not going to yeah. not play plinko yeah. We're not going to have Although, Re- Regis is not going to not ask if this is your final answer. Come on. This is a show. We got to have the rose I would And you know, I was very upset at the way this show's structure was playing out earlier on. But now I've grown accustomed to it. I'm used to the fact that there is no rare rose ceremonies anymore, and I'm sort of like yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Why do we need the pomp and circumstance? You know, it's getting to me. It's getting to my head where I'm like, yeah, we don't need to force these women into ball gowns that they bought from Bloomingdale's and aren't going to be able to return. We don't need to see that. Let's just let Christina leave in a van with a producer with dignity. And that's what happens. Do you think Christina deserves a shot on Bachelor of Paradise? Uh I, yeah, sure. You know what? She's living her American dream. Russia was black and white and America is in color. And there's a lot of colors of the rainbow you're going to see in paradise. I, I kind of forgot like what her background or what her like modern, her, her, her recent background is like what she does and where she lives in America. And she's uh-huh. a dental hygienist in Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. So I wouldn't say she's living a life in color. She's maybe living in sepia tone now instead of black and white. <laughs> and like she is a really sweet girl and you know she's like i deserve to be loved and she's right she deserves to find love she deserves to have that american family but oh yeah if she wants to go she's got a bod she's pretty you know oh yeah if she wants to go to fucking bimini and get banged for two weeks, bachelor (laughs) in paradise style she should have that offered to her i think she's earned it America's a land of opportunity. That's what she came here for. Yeah. So she should have the chance to go body shots in paradise. Yeah. So that's that was that. We wish her well. Yeah, we, we really wish, wish her, Christina we wish her well. well. I'm not saying you, she has to go get banged at Bachelor in Paradise. But if she wants yeah. to, she should not be turned down by the producers. I think she was a, no. a, a late fan favorite. And yes, I think she, you know. We're pushing. You know what? She's always welcome on the Hey Julie podcast. We are big Christina. Oh, supporters. that would be excellent. <laughs> but we love her. Okay. So. Okay. So episode. that's. Yeah. The end of that episode. Episode nine. Hometown. Great. We're seeing Raven's family, Corinne's family, Rachel's family, and Vanessa's family. It's getting r- real. And yeah. I'm just going to say this. Oh, maybe we'll say it. We'll say it at the end. Never mind. So we're going to okay. Arkansas. And oh my gosh. Fake cops. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Fake it's news. Going on the fake cops. At first, I was like, oh, how's this going to go down? A cop is here. Mm-hmm. But this is playing out too long with what I assume is a giant production crew. We're not giant, but I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there are three, I'm sure there are two, at least two vans 
and a large truck full of equipment there. Yeah. And the cop goes up to the people on the roof and be like, hey, what are you, what are you doing up there? And not the 30 producers and directors and gaffers and shit who are just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, I would have just I would have probably iced that cop. I you know I would iced him. What does that mean? Just you know, taking out my Glock and been like pop pop. Oh wow, wow. pop pop. Are you you're not hashtag Blue Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter. You know that. <laughs> I really wish you guys could have seen the face that Brett just shot me—a look of pure derision. <laughs> I'm sorry if you listen to pop, this and you're a cop, but I have I don't trust you. Sorry. Um. So yeah, fun way to start start off in Arkansas because you know what in Arkansas blue lives do matter. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure saying Black Lives Matter is a very offensive thing in Arkansas. Uh, do they go to the swamp? Where'd they go? They've they go to the swamp wet. and they fuck in the mud. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just remember thinking, guys, forgive me. I know that I'm like off a little bit because I was tipsy as I was watching, but I just remember thinking, oh no, her hair extensions. <laughs> like, Ooh, I didn't even think about that. See, that's I why we like, have no! a female. That's why it's good to have a female perspective. I didn't even put together that she had extensions. Talk about thousands it. of dollars worth, I'm sure, and they all got swamped up. It was disgusting. Was it kind of hot? Like, their glistening bodies? Pardon? Say that again? Was it kind of hot, their glistening bodies? Like, no, rolling around? I know. It, it was, was swamp water. You know, in high school, I had to go on a school-mandated trip to the bogs, mm-hmm. where we stayed a week, and we studied the bogs. Oh, God. And you don't want to, you don't want to be in there, okay? That just and, brought back terrible memories of the bogs. Yeah. And I mean, and you're, you're from the, you're from very far north in our continent. Yeah. It's very like oh, yeah. Shakespearean. Like I would see a witch <laughs> or a skeleton up there. Yeah. You don't want to mess around. You don't know what's in there. You know, it's the sea, the ocean. You don't want to go too deep, too far. You don't want to put your head under the water. I hate the ocean. <laughs> I said this earlier. I, I can never be on the show because so much of this show is being on yachts. Yes. But I you hate it, but you must respect it. You respect the ocean. I respect it. I fear it. I know it's yeah. not for me. I know it's not my place. Yeah. Exactly. That's the way a normal person should think. But so, yeah, they played around in the bog. I don't know what got this started. They just started, like, slashing each other with, like, dirty dead leaves that frogs have and it was disgusting. And then they started making out and rolling around in it. They did. And that was that was that was fine. I mean, Raven's going to win, Mystery. right? Yeah. Raven's, or Vanessa. Or Vanessa. Yeah. Okay, well let's All right, let's come back to this. I shouldn't have brought it up. I should have waited to the end. We'll talk okay. about this. All right, next. We're going to Rachel's place. We're going to Dallas, Texas. Right. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to a gospel church, which mm-hmm. is where I would have just got up and left. I would have been like, <laughs> I don't care about you anymore. I uh, like, he could not do that. He could not do that in any way without having a million think pieces written about him. 
Uh, I it was a humorous. It could be an <laughs> Anglican church. It could be uh, a, yeah. a Catholic church uh, where it's everyone speaking Spanish, Armenian. I don't care. Greek Orthodox. If I have yeah. to walk into a church, a temple, a synagogue, a mosque, I don't care. Church of Scientology. Yes. I'm getting up and I'm going. <laughs> You're bored. It's boring. It's super boring. I have to wear a suit and shit. Also, <laughs> wow. also religion is fake. Right. Fake news. Fake news, fake cops, fake <laughs> gods. <laughs> but if you're going to get in with a family, you got to play ball, at least when you first meet them. So Nick had to play ball and show up to the church where Nick they were did, all singing. Nick did play ball. He showed up. He had his baseball suit on, ready to play some ball. But there's a forfeiture in the game because the man on the other team, Rachel's dad, is like, nah, I'm not participating in this nonsense. So what happened? What happened here? He's just like, I don't like they're like, oh, he has like a business thing to attend to or whatever. He has no desire. He he is saltier than Vanessa's dad, right? Like, hello. He's say he's what like Vanessa's dad. He's saltier than Vanessa's dad. Oh man, battle of the salt. To be honest, more salt than a sand mine. Um, I don't know. I can't make that call. They're both very salty. Uh, but do you think that Rachel's dad is going to come around now that she's Bachelorette? I don't know. I mean. We're going to have to see him next season, right? But Yes, for sure. I think he was uh, putting up a stink because he very rightfully was like, my daughter's too good for this show, and she's too good for you, uh, so I'm not participating, and good luck, peace, bye. My business needs me, or whatever. But I think next year, when she's the star and she gets to go through everything, I think I'll him right back up. Yeah, so we'll... we'll, we'll- Doggier that we'll see if yeah. Rachel's dad makes a, an appearance next year. Um, I think he's going to want to be even more involved. He's going to want to be in every him? episode. He's want to give the rose away. Do you think we'll see him episode one of yes. Bachelorette? Like, yeah, oh, Rachel, pack your bags. We're about to go to fucking Westlake Village, California, where Brett grew <laughs> up, and and like bogies. What? He's going to get a redemption arc where he's like, where he's like. I, w- I couldn't be on the show last season because I knew he wasn't the right guy for you. But now I trust ABC and I trust this franchise. And I know that you're going to find love. They're going to give him a whole thing. He's like the judge in Hidden Figures. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But at but the then, end, he's going to be like, okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I famous, love that movie. Famous H- movie hidden about Figures models. or Hidden Fences? Hidden Fences. Fi- oh, hidden Fences. Um, so yeah, that we, it, it's like, it was so hard to watch that anyway. Cause it's just like, I know Rachel's the bachelorette. I don't care. Let's get to Corinne and her nanny. You know, I know this is so weird that they announced it before. Um, and it's going to be even weirder if they don't, if Rachel doesn't go home at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Like, just, just get rid of, just get her. rid of her. Um, I mean, I think 
Okay, now we're about to have a potentially unwoke conversation, but I'm going to try and I'm going to I have a, co- a cup of coffee here. I'm trying to be as woke as possible. Was okay. there too much race talk there? Like we haven't been talking about race with Nick and Rachel for mm-hmm. 2 months. They're on dates, they're attracted to each other. Right. They're both or I have no idea if he's smart, but she's a very smart, successful woman like who fucking yeah. cares? Who cares? But we sit down there and every and the family's like, you know, you're white, right? And she's black. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? And then the brother-in-law, who's also a white guy married to one of Rachel's sisters or aunts or something like that. He's like, yo, have you noticed we're white and they're black? That's crazy. (laughs) They should make a movie about it. I know. Like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. I think. It's like that part. You just have to think this is a television show airing at 8 p.m. on ABC, which is an incredibly like hard to be very inclusive network Mm -hmm. that probably wanted to tell the audience, hey, uh, we're acknowledging that this is the first. I mean, she's the farthest probably a black girl has ever been, even at this point. And she's the next bachelor. So I think they just wanted to be like, we acknowledge this. (laughs) Like, I'm sure the producers are like, you guys talk like they were, I'm sure they were egged on into it. Maybe it wasn't natural yeah. if you were actually dating someone, but it was what they needed to do for the show. You know, there are audience members out there who are like, we got to hear what this is like. <laughs> so it they was... were just, uh, not, uh, they're playing to those people. It was a very reverse get out situation. Oh, so excited to see that. I haven't seen it yet either. We'll report on it next week. Yeah. I want um, too. So yeah, they they did that. They talked about it. Whatever it doesn't matter. Can't wait for Rachel V. Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> then question. we got to see. Oh, question. Cool. One thing. Normally on a seat, there were thirty. There were thirty uh, female contestants this year, and I'd say maybe a third were women of color, whether they be right. African American, yes, uh, Asian, l- Asian, Latin. Whatever, what yeah. have you? Yeah. It was it was the highest number ever, Deler- deservedly so. Do you think we're gonna have it's gonna be flipped for Rachel's season, and they're gonna go out of their way to cast a lot of handsome Mahershala Ali's, and they're gonna have like maybe five I white so. guys? I mean, I'm not she's into because she came on this knowing it was a white guy, so maybe she likes white guys. Um, but. Yeah. I think if there's ever been an opportunity, it's this upcoming season. And so I look forward. I truly look forward to seeing uh, who they're stacking the deck with. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to, I think we're in, we're in for some like hot ass black dudes. Yeah. Just like. Great. Uh, I'm ready. Remy dancing dancing in the fucking suit. (laughs) Yes. I mean, what a career takeoff that he has had but oh my god he's gonna be he's gonna be fucking john wick in john wick three he's gonna be james bond like idris elba is gonna get too old and mahershala ali is gonna step in idris elba's out it's not happening yeah oh oh god yeah mahershala for bond it'll work fucking tweet it tweet it so when it happens you can retweet it and be like see i tweeted this yeah, exactly. February 27th, 2017. All right. Here we go. We're going to Miami. Yes. Bienvenido a Miami. 
Oh my gosh. This, honestly, as I watched this, I was like, I love Corinne. I love her family. I think a great couple, them sitting around the dinner table, eating those olives, which by the way, I wanted an olive. They looked delicious. I loved her dad. I was just like, this is, this is right. This feels right. Yes. So we go to an extremely <laughs> expensive shop to buy pea coats and stuff and, and like, right. you know, cable knit sweaters. Yeah. And she and Corinne in is Miami. in Why? Miami. Yeah. Because you got to have pea coats in Miami. <laughs> and uh, sorry. And Corinne is obviously awful. She's just like barking orders at the you know, at the employees of the restaurant or I'm sorry, that mm-hmm. the, uh, the store and we yep. get to meet her family. And now we're coming up to, we're coming up to some resistance from the family for the first time this episode. And it's only going to get worse as we uh, travel up North. And right. we know Corinne is horrible. Corinne is a bad yeah. person. Uh, yeah, no, I love her now. <laughs> you do. <laughs> One more time. After seeing her with her family, I love her now. I think she's sweet. I think she like ate that olive and told her dad it was the best olive she ever had, and I thought it was adorable. Okay, so to Nick's family, Nick's or sorry, Corinne's family, Corinne's dad. Obviously, he created a monster. He is probably not (laughs) the best father. He gave an Amex card to someone way too young, has never said no, Mm -hmm. created a monster. But I kind of like him. He seems like he's got his his head on his shoulders. He's a good guy. Right. Yes. Both Corinne's parents are like, listen, this man has been on reality TV shows for four years professionally and doesn't have a job. What are you doing? And these are questions that need to be asked. Yeah, and they're they're probably like, Corinne, you're running our, you're helping run our multi million dollar Miami business out of our apartment. We can't give you up to this guy. He's going to be dependent on you. Like they're going to be the ones who are like, we got to get a prenup because Nick's going to suck us dry. And she said that she's like, I'll be the breadwinner. I I want to know everything about this business. I know. I know. I don't know uh, what it, maybe it's got to do with olives. I'm just telling you, I really wanted those olives. Plus I'm very hungry right now. So I'm thinking about how good those olives looked. I'm not an olive fan. I would have, I would have been kicked out of the house. Raquel would have yeah, grabbed me by the collar, the back of my collar, my shirt and like the top of my pants and tossed me out. Like I was in a pub in the 1800s. Listen, maybe oh, this is speaking to, but I thought the way the mom defended having Raquel, uh, Raquel, yeah, Raquel, right? Yeah. Be be part of the family and how much they love her. I thought that was very sweet. They do. I had a friend growing up who was very wealthy and had live-in help, and which was like, yeah. I, I no one. This was only one person that I knew. Like I didn't grow yeah. up like this, but I didn't have one friend who, and yes, they are part of the family. They are loved and they do love yeah. the children and the people. And it's right. a very interesting relationship that completely yeah. freaks me out and, and ekes me out. But like, I'm sure Raquel has her own children who she never speaks to and is never allowed to speak to <laughs> and sees them Maybe. like once every three years. It's weird. Right. I mean, I know it works. But- it's fine. But like, 
fuck? It's yeah. weird. And I, it's I a love, very specifically yeah. American. <laughs> American. Yeah. The British invented that stuff. Come on. No, the British aren't like, now you're part of our family. The British are like, you work for me. You're a butler. You stand up. When I get into a room, you fetch me my socks and I pay you and then you go home. They're not like, oh, give me a hug, Raquel. Oh, thank you so much for dinner. They're like, you're getting paid. It's a job. And then go home. That's not, it's not the same. Yeah, I guess you're right. You convinced me. me. Look, I know we all love Downton Abbey, but it's not the same. When we stop recording, I have some Downton Abbey things to tell you. I'll save it for later. Uh, All right. Um, Another thing that happens in Corinne, in Miami, Corinne's like, Corinne says, I love you. And Nick's like, nah. And Corinne (laughs) says this to her mom or dad. And she's like, he's like, she's like, I told him I loved him. And the mom is like, it's been six weeks. What are you talking about? Like, it feels (laughs) like they've been gone for a while, but I guess it's probably, they've been you know they've been out of they've been traveling for about six weeks in California and yeah. around around the globe. Bimini, 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 Bop. What the fuck, Bimini? I've never heard of Bimini before. You Bimini say Saint Bart's or Saint Thomas or whatever. Like, oh, all right, yeah. yeah, Saint, yeah, sure, Saint something. It's probably in the Caribbean. Bimini, yeah. yeah. How is like? Did, I don't are they know. part of? Are they like part of America? Are they part of the British know. Isles? Are they part of I'm sure Trinidad and Tobago? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Bimini's Look, we even out. went there. We saw them go there. We saw the beautiful land of Bimini, and we're still confused. So we're never going to get it. So I. So it goes okay. Sorry. <laughs> With Corinne. I haven't podcasted in a few weeks. Uh, it goes not terrible with mm-hmm. Corinne. But then we go yeah. to Montreal. Then we go to Montreal. Was it Montreal or was it the six? Was it Montreal or Quebec? Somewhere in Quebec. Oh, I just thought they were French. Wasn't I it? thought they were like French Canadian, but I thought they were from Toronto. Who is from Toronto? Oh, was oh, the Canada? other Canadian from Toronto or was she from Vancouver? Vancouver, I thought. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I also, where uh, yeah. We I'm are, pretty sure they were French, so they were in Quebec. Yeah. Okay. That's the assumption. That's a fair. That's a fair assumption. Okay. So now, Danielle, you're gonna have okay. to take the lead on this because we get some fucking Canadian attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and for the second, for the, now for the second time, we're, uh, we're, we're coming up to some pushback from the family. We yes. see Vanessa's family. We hang out with her students, mm-hmm. who love Nick. We love, you know, they're, they're, they're having a great time. I mean, I think I texted you and told you this, or I told someone, but like, I mean, the, her with the kids, I was like, okay, I, you guys know all season long, I've been like, Vanessa's evil. She's Quebecois. She's crazy. It's all going to come out. And I'm sure I'm happy her family like showed that, but seeing her with those kids, it is hard to not just be like, Wow, you're a really great person. Yeah. <laughs> you are truly a wonderful person. You have the patience of a saint. I am snarky yeah. on no. podcasts for a living. So Yeah, for real. Like you're actually making the world better. <laughs> and I'm saying that you're a crazy person. But 
Two things can be true. Two things can be true. Yes. So yes, but I just want everyone to know, like that part truly warmed my drunk heart as I was watching it. <sighs> so, um, Vanessa's family is very intense. They're Italian Quebecois, so they right. eat pasta. They talk really yes. fast and really loudly right. and yell at each other constantly. Mm-hmm. And but they have also got a bit of a tood. And I don't know. Magnitude. And they're like, listen, Nick, if you, if you like, you know, don't give Vanessa Rose or whatever, if you get rid of her, we'll kill you. We'll come up and we'll kill you. <laughs> Fucking Canadian you know Goodfellas. Classic, classic Canadian, that's classic Quebecois is what that is. <laughs> and you know what? They weren't joking. They were not playing around. They know people who can make bombs that you leave in mailboxes. That's a Quebecois thing. Oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> and, IRA and, stuff in, in Quebec, in North America. And Vanessa's dad was... And Vanessa herself, I think, still aren't entirely key into what they're doing. Uh, the fact that they're on a reality show this, where Nick... Exactly. Yeah. This is my question. Nick has all me. these other girls. They're okay, like... Go ahead. So Nick does all right with the mom side of the family. They are very grilling, mm-hmm. but yeah. he, I think, does the best he can, you know, without, like, making them fall in love with him. Like, it's a difficult situation that it's it, – there's not going to be a lot of great winning scenarios. But I think he does well. They're apprehensive, but they're – they kind of give the blessing and let him go on. The dad is right. like, did you ask the other three dads if – you can marry their daughters. And Nick should have just been like, yeah, but it's like, this is the show. (laughs) Yeah. If I were the dad, I would also ask the same question and be like, no, you can't marry my daughter. What the fuck are you talking about? I just met you. You met her six weeks ago at a party with a other, with 30 other women. (laughs) Yeah. But should he have given the blessing anyways? Cause that's what you got to do on the show. I mean, as we're learning, like, these people are crazy. They don't understand that they're on a TV show. So in their minds, I totally see the reasoning of being like, no, uh, we don't get it. And this is not cool. Our daughter is a saint who's who's actually, like, and um, spends her life helping people. We don't want you to sully her with your whatever this. Why are these cameras here? You know, like, we don't like this. I get that. Yeah, so, I mean, this... This whole, I mean, this whole season is like very meta. We're Weird. breaking yes. the rules yes. from the first yes. episode. We're sending someone home. The first episode, and we're not having a rose ceremony. We're having rose ceremonies at the beginning of the episodes, and we're not even yeah. doing rose ceremonies anymore. We're playing with like expectations of of um, ceremony and everything yeah. we've come to expect after 109 seasons of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like. Like, I completely understood where her dad was coming from. No, right. of course not. But also, I don't know if you get... Do you get The Bachelor or The Bachelorette in Canada? Or do you get, like, a Canadian version where everyone's very nice and apologizes to each other? We have had a Canadian version. We have had a Canadian version. But we do get the American version as well. You just got to say yes. You just got to yeah. say yeah. Because you know what? Like, this is a show. Just play ball. And this thinking seeps down into Vanessa's mind. Vanessa's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Why am I here? 
I need to yeah. talk to him and ask him what's going on. If he asks those, like if he's feeling as intensely uh, for me as he has the other woman, the other women, of course yeah. he is. There's only four of you left. He's going to have like very intense relationships with whoever's left. And yeah. what the fuck does she, what does she expect? Like she thinks that she deserves some sort of special treatment. I'm out on Vanessa. I'm going to be. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. But it's very true to her character. She was always the one who was like, taking Nick aside and being like, listen, if you love me, mm-hmm. you don't, I literally can't prove it. We're on a reality show. I'm going to give Corinna Rose and you one too. Like, sorry, boo. That's the way this show, that's the way the producer cookie crumbles. Okay. She's always been the one to do that. And she always still sticks around. So I think there's, there's no bite to Vanessa's bark. She just wants to make herself heard. Um, yeah, but I, so we're, so that's kind of where we're at. There, we do this fake out thing where she's accord. like, I'm sorry? She might leave of her own accord next episode. I would love that, but I don't think. So we have this well. fake out where she's like, I'm going to go see Nick. And we see some heels walking down the hallway. And we go, oh, Vanessa, she's got. Right. She put the the heels on. Got she's legs. Like, go. Knock, <laughs> knock. Open the door. Who is it? Brett doesn't know because he hasn't seen previous seasons of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Who is it, Danielle? Right. <laughs> It's Andy. It's the first woman to ever reject Nick on a bachelor season. She's the one. She's his one that got away. She's she was always favorite, very popular, very hot, cool girl. And so she's there to give him advice. <laughs> so what is, does this happen in The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Like at come fantasy suites, like someone someone from the history. I think from the it's his- happened in fact. Someone from the the main contestants, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette's history comes in and is like, what are you doing? Get your head out your asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. But usually, I mean, The Bachelor loves to bring back other Bachelor stars, as we saw in the very first episode of this season when uh, Nick went and had, like, lunch with the four other bat or the three other yeah. Bachelor men. Yeah, bogeys in so, Westlake Village, California. It's a bachelor pass. So um, this is not, it's not out of, I wasn't excited. I was sort of like, yeah, check that off the list. Andy comes back for a talk. She probably wanted to make an appearance fee. And yeah, next week I'm more excited or tonight rather. And I'm more excited for women tell all. Is that happening tonight or next week? Tonight's fantasy suites next week. is. And then the week after is the, is like our final episode, right? Yes. So, okay, here we go. I've teased this a little bit. Yeah. Raven has to win, right? There's no other scenario. I think I think Vanessa could win. I mean, they deserve each other. He's just yeah. going to be like just harpied to death by Vanessa. But You know what? Cor- I mean, I think Vanessa could win. I don't think their relationship would last past like a week, but I think she could win. Rachel's not well, go gonna ahead. Win. Go on. Rachel's not going to win. We know that, right? Rachel's going to be on the Bachelorette. No. Yeah. Right. Corinne is not going to win. He doesn't like Corinne that much. He like wants to bang her, and she's like very insistent. So that's like she's gotten she's got this right. far. You know what? We live in a crazy world where you know Donald Trump couldn't win one electoral vote, and now he's the president. Uh, yeah. La La Land was going to win it all, and you know. Faye Dunaway fucking 
you know, does her <laughs> shit. So anything could happen. He could end up with Corinne, but he hasn't even she's right. He hasn't even taken her on a one on one date. Like he really hasn't spent any time with her. No. He doesn't care. Yeah. Leaving Vanessa and Raven. Raven, who yeah. he has chemistry with, who is who's like really sweet, whose family is really sweet, who lives in America. Right, like parents are still together, which we know is important to him that he's with someone yep. whose parents are still together and love each other. And then Vanessa, whose parents are fucking World War One, the fucking <laughs> meat grinder of history. Chewing them up, spitting them out, not even understanding what he, what the bachelor is. Yeah. It has to be Raven. <laughs> yep. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's it. That's, that's it. so. That's your prediction. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Well, you know what? I think that's a very fair, good prediction. Okay. The only problem is, is as we got through this episode, I totally forgot Raven existed until you just brought that up right now. We <laughs> She's a little bit forgettable. We went to Hoxie, Arkansas. I know, but the second we left, I didn't think about her. Woo pig suey go razorbacks. Come on. Woo pig suey go razorbacks. <laughs> that is the University of Arkansas, the mascot, the razorback. Some sort of pig. Woo pig suey. With a, razor, with a razor on its back. Um, so listen, we're just going to have to figure, we're going to have to wait and see tonight how things go down in the fantasy suite. we got to see women tell all. I mean, who I'm rooting. Think, yeah. All right. Who do you think? Uh, who, quickly, who do you think is going home before Fantasy Suites? Rachel. Rachel. I guess so. The race talk. Yeah. Was kind really of intense. Yeah. Or they're I not going to sully her. I think Corinne's going to survive. Corinne's going to survive another round, but she's she's going to get third place because yeah. he's like, I brought her yeah. along this long. She clearly is crazy. We just got to. You know, we got to test. We got to do a little test run on the boning. Yeah, come on. He's waited this long. He probably wants to too. I say, let him have fun. Go for it. Okay. So we'll think. So I think. Yeah. So I. I mean, Vanessa probably is going to get final too. I guess. Oh, she's yeah. going to be. She's going to turn into like in the Hercules animated movie, James Woods as the fucking Hades. <laughs> you know, yeah. and he's like blue. He's a kind of like a blue flame guy. And when he gets angry, he turns bright yellow and orange and red. When he yeah. uh, during final two, when Vanessa is like, "Sorry, get out of here. Get on the fucking Escalade. Go back to the airport." Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, she's going to turn into a flame. It's going to be great. Her family's going to show up. Uh, they're going to drown Nick. It's going to be beautiful. Quebecois mafia. Quebecois style. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We super appreciate it. We're, again, very sorry about being a little bit off uh, scheduling-wise, but we're in it to win it until the end of the season. We had our doubts, but we're here. You know, yeah, we'll we're try here. So we'll, we'll get back to you later in the week with a recap of what happens in Fantasy Suites. And uh, nice. thanks for talking with me, Danielle. Pleasure as always. Uh, oh, what a pleasure. Pleasure's mine. Bye, Julie. <laughs> bye, Julie.